You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. The husband goes, why do you want beef and broccoli? (laughs) Hello, and thanks for downloading the Two Sorry Excuses podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal, Sanders. I'm your good buddy, Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 111, the Heideki edition. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was really hoping it'd be the Roscoe edition. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe it's a two-parter. Maybe we'll record alternate uh, intros because it definitely is the Roscoe edition. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank God, though, just now. Yeah. As the listeners let the listeners know, but up until about ten minutes ago, for about a half hour, I was locked outside in the back of my house. The perils of yeah. home home ownership. Yes, and thank God I brought my phone outside with me though too. Oh, I never thought of that. You know, I would have been really screwed had I not brought my phone with me. And the, and the only reason I had the phone is because I was middle. I, for one, I was like, Sanders is going to be texting me soon. I better have my phone on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. I didn't even think of that. I've had a really, like, uh, I don't want to say a shitty week. I had a shitty day yesterday. But um, it's just been kind of an off-kilter week, right? And yeah. today was just firing on all cylinders. I, I had Like to firing all cylinders, like, in a good way? Like... Like, I find all cylinders like the shitstorm was coming after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to outrun everything, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was literally, like, just when something could go wrong, I found the way to solve the problem and move on to the next thing, you know? You know how, yeah, like, there's yeah. that fine line that either you can do it in two minutes or you're two hours into the project and you have no solution? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each of the projects I have. Or when you solve the problem way later, you're like, why didn't I think of this earlier before I wasted my time on this blessing? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. I had about like a half a dozen things to do today, and like, just I snatched victory from the jaws of defeat at the last second on each one. And I realized that I have court in the morning, and I don't usually go to small claims court, but. Uh, it's only two times a month. If I go once a month, that's fine. Yeah. But tomorrow they're training the new, um, the new clerks come in after Labor Day. Oh, uh, like the law clerks? Yeah, the new for the judges. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Like one fresh out of law school type of kids. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. One the um, the the supervisor of the program is going to be there, so I want to get a little FaceTime. I don't know why I need FaceTime in this thing. But I feel like I need FaceTime, right? <laughs> yeah. And the second is I want to train somebody. You know? I want to. Yeah. You I want your minion. Somebody I, that won't fuck up everything. I'm the new guy in the program. Every other mediator is at least 20 years older than me and has, you know, five more years of experience in this uh, volunteer program. I, I want to be somebody's mentor. That's all, you know, that's all I live for, right? Positive reinforcement and accolades from those who are slightly less qualified than I am. <laughs> yeah. So I want to go, but I only have one good dress shirt that fits me, and I refuse to buy a new one because, you know, I'm perpetually losing weight and whatnot. Well, you know, it's funny how you say in that, sorry to interrupt you, but the other day, you know, I was like, 
I could use a new suit, you know, because I only have one really nice suit now that the summer's over. <laughs> right. One suit that fits all times of the year. Yeah. And I was like, I can probably go to Brooks Brothers. I had like a discount from them. I was like, they also sell everything half price right now because it was Labor Day weekend. And I was like, but I don't want to do that because the suits I have right now, like, probably need to be brought in a little bit. I was like, I was like, I don't know where my weight's going to be in a year. I don't want to friggin' settle on. I I hate getting tailored so much. Yeah. You know, that I don't want to have to go buy the suit where they tailor me once and in a year have to bring it somewhere else to get it tailored again. Right. You know, so it's like, I'm just putting that shit off. Yeah. It's like, and I was like, oh, and I was looking and I was like, well, maybe I should buy. I was like, I'm not buying. I'm not going to buy any fucking clothes right now. At least for another six months, if the weight, because I noticed the other day my belt loop was getting a, you know, where I was ha- going to have to go a little tighter. So I'm like, I don't want to be set on anything right now, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Sorry. That's Sorry been my mindset for the, for the last uh, 31 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I had to do laundry because I had to have my clean shirt. I had to have my dress shirt cleaned. So yeah. um, I went to the laundromat. And that's what kind of threw us off a little bit because we were like ready to go. Uh, that's what you're saying. You had to go do the laundry. Yeah. Okay. So turns out. Uh, you, don't ha- you don't have a washer and dryer in your house? No. It broke the other day and it flooded my basement. <laughs> oh, okay. So you did have a shitty weekend. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it turns out I was back, right? I was back by 7.15-ish, right? When, when uh, we were pretty close to being on time and I had texted you. And uh, as you said, we're gonna be a little while longer. I got uh, I got locked out of my house, and I felt so bad for you, man. One because I've been in that spot, and you're just like, "Fuck it all, man. Fuck, just yeah. give me a break." I was back there. I'm I'm in flip flops, friggin' these grungy like gym shorts and no shirt, and I I was like, "This fucking sucks." And I'm like, the only I was like, "Well, at least I have the stuff back here that I got to do right now." And I was like, at least, and the weather's uh, actually kind of nice right now because it's it's usually shitty and hot or storming. It, it was storming for like the last week. I'm like, just thank God, please don't rain, please don't rain. Right. And there was a nice wind. I was like, I was like, all right, if you're gonna be locked out, I guess this is the best option. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I've been there when that when that door closes behind you, and you're just like, yeah. "What am I gonna do?" And and you've been so patient, you know, whatever the last month with uh, not getting the episodes up. Yeah, that I don't even remember what the hell the random text messages <laughs> are referencing. Well, speaking of which, by the time this episode comes out, I'm not exactly sure what what the, our release date strategy for this one is. However, by the time it comes out, our faithful we'll have President Elect Trump. Is that what you <laughs> said? Our faithful listeners will have already completed Podfest Palooza Coachella Man, that whole uh, four day. Festival yeah. of Two Sorry Excuses Pods. Which, burning Pod. Burning Pod, right. <laughs> <laughs> so episode one came out last night, which was uh, September 6th, and got a huge, huge response. We got a ton of downloads. People have All been right, waiting, cool. waiting for us to come back, apparently. Because I saw the post on Facebook and on Twitter, you know. Uh, that you had posted. So this morning when Fat Pat sent that, 
I was like, well, let me look back. Did I not read that? Because I don't, you know, I read it real briefly. And I was like, did he mention something in there about bank accounts or whatever? You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Even when he said two sorry excuses, well, first I said, ha, ha, ha. Uh, I don't know what that means, but whatever or something, you know. And then he, I saw you responding to sorry excuses. And then I went to the Facebook page and I was like, I was like, and that's why I texted you. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this. <laughs> is. <laughs> I figured you wouldn't, because even if that was a new episode, chances are you. Well, would. because you're reviewing all the episodes. No, absolutely, absolutely. You know, whereas we're talking in a stream of consciousness conversation, you know, so you don't even think about it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what you would call this, right? Stream of consciousness. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, yeah, there was no like witticism in the Facebook post. I was in and out as fast as I could be on Facebook. And even then I was ready to eat a bullet by the time I was done Hmm. because everything I do, I do from Twitter and our Twitter is at, is a, is a, um, uh, connected yeah, to the Facebook. Post so the Facebook, pushes yeah. automatically. I had shut my Facebook down a while ago, um, primarily because it was just a negative influence. Uh, not a negative influence. It was... Uh, negative vibes? Yeah, yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah. Well, it was like a, well, that's, it was a train wreck. I, I, I yeah, was, I mean, it's funny you say that because I did think to post this on Facebook, but I never did because I was like, that will make me part of the thing I'm complaining about. Uh, I'm like... When the fuck did Facebook get so angry? Yes. You know? Right. Like when I got on Facebook, which is now we're talking like late 2006 because it was like first year of law school. I remember all it was was stupid bullshit, pictures of people's kids and people out partying, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and ridiculous stuff. Now it's all angry. Uh, the world's going to friggin the Muslims are going to take over if Donald Trump doesn't get elected oh and then donald trump's the worst monster ever and hillary clinton will save everything it's just like ah everything is terrible now you can't go through without looking at stuff that's terrible so i'd find myself just getting angry at these people getting angry or yes because everybody's fucking angry between that and the kissy face pictures and you know all the other nonsense i was like i don't need this this vibe in my life i I got enough problem keeping positive right i I don't need to have it force fed in my free time so i disabled the account but you're missing a pretty sweet uh profile picture that adam cooper just updated 10 (laughs) minutes ago (laughs) looks like uh looks like something wants to put on a dating profile uh, which he probably is. Which yeah. he probably is. It's, just, it's like him alone, like a cropped photo, you know, standing there like, hey, baby. <laughs> well, and that's, that's, you know, that leads me to the second part of, uh, of, uh, <laughs> my desire to shun Facebook when you're, when you're gone. Right. And then you come back, you're like a voyeur, you know, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, seeing yeah. people. And, and in my case specifically, I'm, I'm looking at people. I'm not just seeing what Reardon's doing or, you know, what, what Karen Laughlin is up to. There's people that, that I don't, you don't even fucking really know, but your Facebook friends. No, the opposite, the opposite, because oh. my Facebook 
friends were only actual friends. Oh, okay. So these are people who, like, I had everyday encounters with who, at best now, are lost, long-lost friends. Oh, okay. At worst, they're no relation. So it's not like, oh, man, another uh, picture from Josh DeSantis' dojo. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is like, oh, man, so-and-so, what is she up to or what is he up to? I haven't seen that. And then I feel like a creeper creeping on... Yeah, I know. It's weird when they, like, I have a lot of people that are friends from, like, Syracuse who I haven't seen almost 20 years. Right. You know? But we're Facebook friends. It's like, I don't know. Uh, it's weird looking at pictures of you and your kids at the first day of school or whatever. You know? Just, yeah. like, intimate type of stuff. So that's where I, I, I had to draw the line, you know? I'm like, listen, if if this stuff is important, then it, it should be relayed to me in the first person, meaning I should reach out and be like, hey, so-and-so, what are you up to? Let's go get yeah. a drink. Let's do something like that. Not passively engage in my own former life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't really want to hop back into the old former life. Right. So what I'm going to do for this next episode, because after we're done recording this, I have to get up episode uh, 108 for, um, for Burning Pod. And uh, yes. if you have time, oh, I'm going to write the synapse. Actually, I'm going to let you write. Do you mind? Do you- yeah, that's fine. You can pull all the, all the – um, I'll send you the links and the order when they should go this? in. Ten- tonight or tomorrow morning, whatever. I'll find some time to fit it in. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if it'll necessarily be tomorrow, but I'll find some time. You, well, here's, you want me just to post the links. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll just tell me – give me a syn- – give, give me a basic – thumbnail sketch of the episode and i'll post them that's no big deal no here's what we'll do even better i'll post them normally like i do on twitter but i'm trying to drive some traffic i'm trying to get our listener base larger after 100 episodes i'd like for us to get a few more listeners you know yeah well how are we gonna do that i don't know so maybe you can write something funny about how people should listen to us yeah yeah we need to do engaging you know just something because normally I say the new episode's up, and I try to, 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 to have some type of hook. But it's hard in 104 characters. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. So, so I'm going to leave it up to you. This way it'll be up tonight, and if people want to get it, they can get it. But then Maybe tomorrow... Facebook needs to get an Instagram account, too. <laughs> I finally got an Instagram account a couple of weeks ago because Brian told me that he had one. And it was something I stayed away from forever because, you know, my niece, like... She, she's been on Instagram for like five years or something. She couldn't be on Facebook. And I was like, well, I can't be on the same platform that she's on. Right. But then Brian's like, I'm on Instagram, uh, you know, kind of for the bar. But, uh, you know, and he won't get Facebook. So I was like, all right, well, I'll do Instagram. That, you know? he, he, I get his strategy. You know? Yeah. I get his strategy. And I think it's valid. And I think he uses it. Well, I mean... It. He, yeah, I mean, he has to do that. Right. That's, I mean, I'm sure they have a social media person there. Yes. You know, and that's the thing. He's got to do that. Yep. I understand that. That's how restaurants and bars and all that work now, you know? Yeah. It's like you got to have a social media presence. But but he's like, that way we can, I, I guess, we can communicate more. Off yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not sure. I like it. I understand it from like from driving business. That's that's cool. I also understand it if it's a creative outlet. But like from my perspective, how many creative outlets do I need? 
You know, I'm already asking people. (laughs) Okay, I need five more. (laughs) I'm already asking people to devote their time, like an hour and a half of their day, a couple times a month, to sit and listen to my creative outlet that, that we're producing right here. Do I need to inundate them with pictures of shit? Yeah. You know? We had that for a while with the blog and, and you know Yeah, but then once the whole thing went down where the blog got friggin' when they cannibalized it or whatever the hell happened. Yeah. And, and that kinda ruined the blog. And to be honest, like it was a lot of work to keep that up and like I don't know yeah. if anybody was reading it. I had a good time doing it, but at the same time, like this is fine. We do our podcast, we put it up. Hopefully, people listen to it. More people will listen to it uh, in the future, and then we're cool. I, I don't need to be taking snapshots of my day around town. Hey, listen over here. I'm talking about Snapchat and Instagram. All right. Hey, don't be so hard on Roscoe. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's I mean that's cool. I respect it. I think uh I think Instagram's cool cuz I think people some people take good pictures and, you know, get creative with it. Um I think Snap Yeah, I took a good picture. I'll send you. All right. Well, I'll show you that later cuz that's a part of my weekend. And also I had a crazy day today too, but not too crazy, but we can talk about that too. Well, I'm on the I'm on the uh I'm on the upswing. I'm coming off of a very very stressful five or six days uh, leading into Labor Day. and con- The lost weekend. Oh, jeez. Um, on my calendar, I have a shared calendar with Hilltop Management, and I tell them now, better than I used to, but I tell them now when I'm going to be available, when I'm not going to be available. So originally I had blocked out the entire week leading up until Labor Day, Monday to Monday, taking eight days off. And I didn't know what I was going to do, but I wanted to make sure that I kept that time to myself. Then, uh, as we got closer, I realized I was probably going to have to work Monday. Yeah. And then I figured I'm going to court on Tuesday, so I might as well work a little bit. But that's fine. That's cool. I'm going to be out of town Wednesday morning. It'll be It'll be awesome. By this point, I started to think about what I wanted to do, and I was cleaning out my basement, which flooded because of the um, um, because of my washer dryer. Which, in all honesty, it it wasn't a flood. It, it water got on the floor. It's like a normal person. You water know? got on the floor, you know, <laughs> and it evaporated super quickly. I didn't have like a problem, but it was still yeah. a pain in the ass. Uh, caused me to dis- decommission my washer dryer. So anyway, um, it I, sucks because that's a major purchase too. Yeah, you gotta buy those, replace those things. A- absolutely. So I have uh, a bunch of camping gear, and I was like, I know, I'm gonna go camping. Cheap, easy. I can decompress. I'll be by myself. I'll bring the dogs. I do some. That research. reminds me of one of Ben Cook's favorite jokes. What's that? If you woke up. With grass stains on your knees and a dirty condom coming out of your ass, would you tell anybody? Of course you say, no. Want to go camping? (laughs) (laughs) God bless Ben. Rest in peace. (laughs) Yes, that was a Ben Cook favorite. (laughs) So I'm I'm running around doing shit, and 
um, I'm like, listen, this is part of my problem is that I, I try to do too much all the time and I don't ask. Yeah, you got to simplify, man. I don't ask for help and I don't simplify. So what am I going to do? I'm at court and I say, you know what? Roscoe's got nothing to do today. I'm going to text him and ask him. <laughs> what day's today? Oh, it's a weekday. <laughs> I'm going to text him and my It's Thursday around 1 in the afternoon. He's not doing anything. <laughs> uh, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking for the I want to see if I can find the exact text I sent Roscoe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um So I said, "Hey, was wondering if you could, if I can get a little help today on that back room. Do you mind scraping and or sanding down the baseboard molding? I want to repaint. I think it's easier and cheaper than replacing. What do you think? He says, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Uh, okay. All right. Yes, let's get into this. All right. So this is, this is the Tuesday of my vacation. And he says, yep. yeah, shouldn't be a problem. Is the block sander still upstairs? So he understands what I want him to do. He wants... I want him to sand some shit. Just like one of those little hand sander yep, things? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, all right, because I got one of those. I was using one of those. I have an there. electric one, and then I have a, a manual one. Either one is fine. Yeah, I, I got just a little manual one where you... It's a rubber thing where you... Yep. Put the sand in the thing. Totally. The sandpaper. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the yes. reason this is important is because um, <laughs> September 1st, that room needs to be ready for my new tenant, who is the med student. I don't know if we talked about this. I forget where we left. Yeah, we did. How you want to move in there early and you were going to give him a deal like $100 and he can come early. Yes. So he ends up coming early on the on the free day. Right? So the so like the day I was having my family here was the was the conflict. He came the next day. No problem. It was awesome. I let, I gave him my room for 4 days while the girl moved out of the back room so we could get it ready. So I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm sleeping on an air mattress. I'm a little discombobulated because I'm out of sorts. But at the same time, it's fine. I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to be cool. I just need to get this room painted. And in order to do so, I need to sand the baseboard, right? Yep. I text Roscoe that. He says, no problem. I spend my entire day out. I go see – I go to court. I go see a client. I decide Roscoe's got me covered. I'm gonna go watch Cole's um, soccer game. I think it's cool. My dad's the assistant coach, and I want to see Josh coach, and I want to watch Cole play. I'm gonna spend some family time. This is what I should be doing with my time, right? So yep. I go to the game. This is the next text I get from Roscoe. Um. Hey, the paint on the wall bordering the bathroom is literally just peeling off in layers. Probably going to add an hour or so of prep before painting, but I think it's well worth it and time well spent. <laughs> Famous last words. Now, this is as I'm pulling up. It's like uh, 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I don't even want to know what he means by that. I walk up right in the house, right up the stairs, and in the back room from the stairs, I can see on the floor are sheets of latex paint. 
sheets. Like he was pulling <laughs> off wallpaper. Yeah, like he was just ripping it down. And I, and I'm yeah, because latex. Once you get like a, you can start just putting your hand behind latex paint. Yes, and that's yeah. guess what? That's exactly what he did. So yeah. I walk in there and I'm just dumbfounded. And now it's it's not a life or death situation, you know. And it's already done. There's nothing that can. And this is this is the bedroom that the new. Tenants moving the new dude into, moving right? into, right, right, like in a day. Yes, all it needed was a quick, fresh coat of paint over the old paint, and then so I could re- and do and redo the baseboard. But I needed them sanded first. So, in my head, in my head, I do exactly what I do in a situation that's not life threatening. It's not dire, but it's slightly annoying. Is I replay a Pulp Fiction scene in my head you know so if i'm at a if i'm if i'm in a grocery store or something and like people aren't communicating i always go to english motherfucker do you speak it (laughs) and i play that in my head and it gives me a little chuckle and it, it calms me down so in this particular instance i replay the bonnie situation right so yeah so i'm gonna play me who is quentin tarantino and you're gonna play roscoe who is who is um, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm standing in the room, and, uh, and I'm just like, uh, Roscoe, do you uh, see a sign uh, on my yard that says 100-year-old wall repair? <laughs> Did you seriously say that to him? No, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. he says, you remember what comes next? Not really, because yeah. I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. I go, Shit, Sanders, you know I don't see no sign in your lawn. Yeah, well, I know the scene you're speaking of. Right. I say, you, you know, know, very controversial scene in movie history. You know why there's no sign on my lawn that says 100-year-old wall repair? Because repairing 100-year-old walls ain't my fucking business. <laughs> he uh... has decimated this wall. It's got chunks he scraped it he just didn't scrape the paint off he scraped it's like a it. plaster wall yes. too or whatever. yes yeah like, yes because it's not sheetrock it's old like pre yes. like yeah older than basically 50 years roscoe likes to hang his hat on the fact that his parents have uh an old house and they also have some rental property in syracuse that are also old houses the only difference is roscoe doesn't own those houses and as much work as he's done on some of those houses there's a little bit of experience that comes with actually owning a house you know from firsthand right yes the reason i know you don't scrape the paint off the wall is because i've made the mistake of trying to scrape the paint off the wall once before the reason I yeah. know you sand the baseboard and not try to replace it is I've tried to replace the baseboard once before. So the instructions I'm giving him, quite simply, are based on my own experience, not just what I think should be done and he should do it this way, even though it's my fucking house. 
Yeah, I should yeah, be able to. Oh, like the baseboards it. part of the wall. Yeah, and the the yeah. the walls aren't. Like it's all built into it. Not like my house, which has sheetrock and then right a baseboard yes. that's just nailed into the wall, basically. And the walls aren't even, so when you try to replace that component, they don't match evenly. The corners yeah, don't match. Yeah, yeah. Everything's so, settled yeah. in place. So until I get the room redone, where somebody comes in guts the room, puts up new sheetrock, and redoes it. I'm stuck with this old shit, right? Yep. So I'm just looking at him after playing this Pulp Fiction scene in my head, and I just say, hey, what uh, what happened here, man? He's like, yep, the paint just started coming off, so I went with it. But he scraped the wall down to, like, the paper, like the brown paper that's over the yeah. plaster. And he's he's gouged a couple of the, the the areas and a couple of the areas were already gouged and there's just paint laying all over the place right yeah so Jeez. he can see i don't do a good job of hiding my emotion right i, I wear it on my face like well, of course like not when you walk into a scene like that like what the fuck did you do and i'm trying to be calm and congenial and realize he's trying to help me out he just doesn't know where he went wrong but at some point if the dog shits on the floor you need to correct that behavior even though the dog doesn't may not know any better you know what i mean yeah you don't just let the dog keep shitting on the floor and roscoe's been shitting on my floor a lot lately (laughs) (laughs) so this was kind of like i gotta i just i gotta I just don't know. So I, I kind of put my hand in my head and and try to think about what my next steps are. Because at this point, I just need to move to next steps. I can't relive this whole scene, right? And I look yeah. up, and he's now moved on to the next wall, and he's peeling off the next wall. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm like, whoa, 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 just stop. He's like, yeah, I think I better stop this. Um, better stop this. And I'm like, yeah. You think? Yeah, stop. It's over. It's done, man. And I go, just, I go, let me just be in here for a while. I got to figure out what I'm going to do, right? I go, I need to clean this shit up. So I go downstairs to the uh, to the pantry to get a garbage bag. And, of course, we're out of garbage bags. <laughs> of course. So I storm out of the house, and he's outside smoking a cigarette or having, having a beer or whatever. And uh, he's like, where are you headed? I'm like, I just, we need garbage bags. I just, I need to kind of get myself together. Just, I'll be right back. And I come back and he's like, hey, I got that room cleaned for you. Which now annoys me because I was, I wanted to clean the room so I'd have, just burn off some nervous energy, right? <laughs> so yeah, he's trying to help. And, and God bless him, he's trying to help. But now I'm pissed that he's helping, you know? And I'm like, where'd you get the garbage bag? He's like, oh, I took it out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, this is when you came back from the store. Yes. He was doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I'm like, I just don't fucking. You've helped that. enough already. Almost exactly what I what I'm yes. what I'm thinking, right? And, and the problem is, <clears throat> the problem is without telling tales out of school too much, is you know when you go to a party a little too late or it's like a real casual gathering or you've gone to pick up a significant other at a work function and she's had a bunch of drinks and 
you're like you're not pissed at them at those people for being a little buzzed because they're just having a good time but you definitely are a little annoyed because the things they say are stupid and the and the things they do are kind of misguided you know what i mean yeah and you're just like whatever i'm not gonna be a dick because i've been that person before but this is kind of annoying Yep. Now live with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's constantly had a little bit too much to uh, drink. Right. So that, like, it definitely dulls your senses and makes you make bad decisions. Yep. And, like, don't get me wrong. He's, like, he's a, he's a great drunk. <laughs> you know? Obviously. Friendly. You know, he's not sloppy. He holds his liquor super, super well. You're like Barney Gumble driving when he gave up when he was a designated driver on The Simpsons, and they're all drunk, and he's driving around. He's like, and they're saying shit. He's like, that's just drunk talk, and he's like, sweet, beautiful drunk talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's you. You are Barney Gumble off the booze. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, now we're going into Wednesday. Right, so this was la- this was Tuesday. This was Tuesday the, night into that the uh, paint paint gate went down. Yes, and I was supposed to take off. I was going to come home on Tuesday night, paint everything, let it dry, set up the room on Wednesday, take off into the wilderness. Yes, on you got to leave on Thursday. I, I was going to leave Wednesday morning because I was going to do all Wednesday the morning. Okay, painting. I remember you told me you wanted to take a little vacation. Yeah. So Wednesday, now I just, I couldn't do anything in the room because I was just flustered. As the kids say these days, you couldn't even. Exactly. (laughs) I can't even. Exactly. So my mom's finishing up her, uh, her uh, radiation treatment uh, at the hospital that's not far from here. So like once or twice a week, I meet my parents for lunch and so I go to lunch and I show my dad the pictures that I took and I'm like, what do I do? Like, what are my options? He's like, no problem. He's like, just go get some joint compound, uh, spackle it up. It'll dry, sand it. You're good to go. I'm like, yeah. great. But now you got extra work. Like you. Not only extra work, I've got 24 yeah. hours of work. The spackle takes 24 yeah, hours to Yeah, you got to get it all done before the dude gets there, too. Yeah, the dude's already here. I'm sleeping on the couch in the living room. So now my nerves are fried. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I'm already like not getting good night's sleep, so I'm looking forward to vacation. Now it's gonna get put back a day because I gotta wait for this spackle to dry. So I get the spackle up on Wednesday. Thursday it uh it dries and I'm like, Hey man, I really wanna get out of here. Um do you think you can help me? <laughs> yes, Roscoe? Yes. <laughs> you went back to the well again. I went back to the well again. I said, do you think he's you like, can- yeah, sure, I'm happy to help. And he gets a frigging gas can and starts dumping it. <laughs> Lights himself a cigarette, throws the match. I go, I got two things to do. I got two things to do. I got to put molding up. I got to put, uh, you know, like um, like finishing molding up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I painted the baseboard, I want to put like toe molding, shoe molding on. So it has like a nice finished look. And then I want to hang some molding around the ceiling, some cove molding, nothing crazy. I say, let's cut it. If you can help me cut it, that'd be great. I'll paint it. While I paint it, you sand down the spackle. 
He goes, no problem. So we cut mm-hmm. it. Great. He's a good. Oh, so he's there with you. So that's good. He's a good. He's a good wingman. Yeah, I mean that's good that you're there with him while you're doing the project. Yeah. Yes. And that way you can see, you can make sure nothing's gonna go awry. And like I say, he no regardless of his his alcohol content, he's congenial. He's you know he's he's my friend. He's still my friend. Yeah. He's good to talk to. I just need to know the limits of 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 what he can accomplish. Right. Well, this is where I fall into the into the trap of forgetting what I had just learned. Right. So I say, I'm going to paint these, mold, this molding. Can you go upstairs and sand the, the spackle? It's a light sand. It's nothing crazy. It's a light sand. He said, no problem. I go upstairs. So this, t- this, we've already gone through Wednesday. It's Wednesday night at this point. I walk upstairs. There is yeah. spackle dust everywhere. Like he was just going nuts on it, huh? And didn't put a drop cloth down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was going nuts on it too, though. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like it was just like you had to do like just a little light sand and just to smooth it down a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you weren't trying to get the spackle, sand the spackle off the wall. You're just trying to give smooth the spackle a smooth, yeah, <laughs> something you can paint on. Right. So that this is Thursday. This is what what is it? Thursday night. Yeah, I give up. Right, I'm just like that's it. That's that's it for tonight, man. Thanks. I'm, I'm, yeah, because this is 24 hours later, so it's yeah. Thursday. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm good. We'll, and where was the guy staying at that point? In my bedroom. He was in your bedroom upstairs. Yeah. Okay. And he's like started. Uh, you know, he start. He's working like 14, 16 hour shifts at the hospital. Yeah. So fortunately, he's not even around for most of this shit. Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, we'll just do this tomorrow. So Friday is. Like, what am I going to do, man? I'm eating up my vacation. I finally get the room done, and it looks great. Like, it finally came together. I decorated it. I put the bed in there. I have a desk in there. Uh, the, the, the paint is fresh. Uh, the molding around the ceiling looks a little shitty because I didn't have enough time to, like, do all the finishing touches. But the molding around the floor, the baseboard looks awesome. But it's Friday night, and uh, I'm just exhausted. I can't. I can't get anywhere. So Saturday, I'm going to take off. I don't care. By hook or by crook. Oh, uh, so Friday you finished everything? Yeah, finally finally finished it on Friday. Okay. So by hook or by crook, I'm taking off. Um, I put the dogs. I got my pack. I'm all packed. But the Dogs are coming with dogs you? Dogs are coming with me. Off? Nope. They're coming. A whole deal. Well, that's good to have dogs when you're camping, though. Well, I went specifically... To like wilderness camping, so I could have the dogs. Okay, like I I'm saying, like it's like protection. Oh, protection. Okay. Well, listen, you would think so. And if I was going to be attacked by a squirrel, <laughs> I am the safest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, the coyote that came within fifty yards of me. Oh no, coyotes will fuck your dogs up. The dogs didn't want anything to do with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them there. Although, they didn't even notice the coyote. And I'm going to assume it was a coyote. What else What else would... Uh, coyotes aren't that big. Yeah, they're not big, but they're friggin' wild and they can fuck shit up. Yeah. Okay, so it had to be a coyote because what... I finally got out camping and I, I went up into Pennsylvania in this state forest. 
Um, and it wasn't like crazy. I was only a hundred yards off the off the road, off the off the forest road, because uh, it was yeah. it's like a new it's a new state forest. It just got donated, so like all the trails aren't cleared, and there's not you know a lot of development in this forest. And it's a forest; they want to keep it natural, right? So I did yeah. a little exploring, and I found the little trail that got me up. And it was a little bit of a mountain um, or a hill, really. And I go up, and I can still see the see the road. I my cars, I can see the car parked, you know, down the street a little bit. So I, it was good enough. But I I was within earshot of civilization. So I make a little fire. I go to the stream. I collect some water. I'm real Daniel Boone in this shit, you know? Um, oh, you were drinking water from the stream? Yeah, I boil it up. I had a ton of water, but the dogs needed some more, so I figured... Yeah, you me... brought a bunch of water with you already. Yeah, I'm like, let me not dip into my stash. Let me... It'll be fun. I'll boil some water. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. So I go, and I set up the little camp... And I got the fire pit, and I brought hot dogs, and I roast them on a on a stick, and the whole deal. And um, I've it gets dark at this point, and I have a headlamp on, and I'm just looking around, and there's a there's a social club down the street, like a gun club, like a hunters club. Oh, uh, near the near where you're camping? Yeah, in the same forest that it, like yeah. they border on the on the area that I'm I'm camping in, and they must have been having a Labor Day party. For, like, their members and stuff, you know? So they're shooting off fireworks, and, you know, you can hear them yahooing and yeehawing and having a good time. Having a good old time. So um, I'm, I got my headlamp on, and I look around, and I see these two flashlights coming at me from, like, a distance. You know, they're small, so they're really far away. And I'm like, wow, man, who who could be walking over there? And with flashlights that are so stationary, they're perfectly perpendicular to each other. Yeah. Or perpendicular to the ground. Parallel parallel to the ground. Yeah. yeah. And I look and my eyes focus a little more and I'm like, "Those those aren't flashlights. Those are eyeballs staring right back at me. And I was like, fuck. Oh, damn. So I get, luckily where my fire was, there was a tree right next to me. And uh, so I get up and I move back behind the tree and I just want to make sure that it's like... So in my mind, I just watched that Netflix show Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I watched the first episode the other night and I planned on watching the rest of it. But I kept getting, well, with football and everything and all the other stuff I was trying to accomplish. I got distracted the rest of the weekend. So there's a small probability that's an alien looking back at me in my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm pretty yep. sure it's an animal. And I look around the tree, and sure enough, I can start to make out the shape of, like, a dog, like a canine. And I figure that it's a coyote. It's, it, there's no mountain lions around there, and it's way too small to be a mountain lion. And I don't think a mountain lion is going to be checking me out. I think a mountain lion is going to attack, right? figure yep. a coyote is skittish enough that it's just going to see what's going on. And uh, Val is passed out asleep in the tent because loud noises make him skittish so when he heard the fireworks he got nervous and went inside the tent (laughs) but i have cash who's the more aggressive of the two i'm 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 
safe because Val will fuck something up. And I think he could hold his own against a, a small coyote. Yeah. Especially with Cash as his wingman. Because they'll, they'll pack attack him. And these guys were born... Uh, they were born strays. So a lot of the problems I have with them, you know, quote-unquote problems, are when their pack mentality kicks in and they get real defensive over air of their own area. Um, you know, they can get a little aggressive sometimes, but that's just all their instinct because it was never bred out of them. And part of me likes that because they're, they're watchdogs around here and you kind of need that and people know about them. So I figure... Yeah, you want people to know you got some loud-ass... Some yeah. big dogs. Exactly. So like you said, having them with you is good protection. But I can't get them to notice the coyote that's noticed us. Because I figure Cash is going to start barking. And it'll probably scare him away. That's my guess. That's my strategy. Is hope yeah. that Cash becomes the aggressor. And with me, bigger than the coyote... And the barking, you know, they say if you get a, if a bear comes, you know, you're supposed to make yourself look big, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going to do, and I've got a stick to fend off him if he attacks. But Cash doesn't want to have; he's just laying there. He doesn't even notice, you know, because we've been hiking all day, and they're 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 beat. So now I have I have a decision to make. Like, do I do I go fight or flight? And everything you read tells you to go fight. Which I guess is kind of counterintuitive to a flight or fight instinct, because it should be instinct. But in my head, I'm processing this, and I'm like, I, the only choice I have is, is to go after this thing. Yeah. And so I go after it, and it, it runs away, luckily. Um, who knows? It might have it might have been like a stray Labrador retriever from down the street, you know? But... Um, my guess is that it, it was a coyote, and we were 50 yards away staring right at each other. Damn. And I was a little unnerving. It was a little unnerving um, because I've got food in the area, you know? Yeah, you don't want them coming over trying to get any more curious because of the food. Right. Now, they could probably smell f- far away, those dogs. Well, that's the thing, right? So I've already hung my food in a tree. I'm a survivalist. I'm an Eagle Scout, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, hang- so what's it hanging in? Is it hanging like it's some kind of metal box or something? No, uh, that's I'll need to get a metal box. Because don't you need to do that for bears and shit? Well, if you there's two strategies for the bears. is Hang it out of sight so they can't get to it. Um, yeah. Or put it in a box, and then if it's a, if it's a smell-proof box, you don't have to hide it. They, okay. they, they sell ones that are... That are smell proof, like you. Oh, okay. You can just right. keep it with you. So, I'm not a camper, a scout, or anything. So. Well, I haven't been in a long time. It's been a while since I've you know kind of been out, and and as I'm out there roughing it, quote unquote roughing it, I realized that even when I was an Eagle Scout, we we didn't rough it. You know, we drove to the campsite and maybe hiked a mile and set up on. Well, a- you know what? My mom mocks all that stuff because my mom. Was a Girl Scout leader, uh-huh. like for my two sisters, and I used to go camping. You know, my three oldest brothers were all Boy Scouts and stuff. And my mom would talk about that. She's like, "Yeah, Girl Scouts, we actually go make our own fires and stuff. These Boy Scouts, they go out there and they're cooking on Coleman stoves and stuff." Yeah, that's what it all <laughs> it, it was. 
And she's like, I take them out. When I took the girls out, we actually camped. We made, we made a fire. We cooked on a pan on the fire. You know? Yeah. And that's what I did. And that, and as I was doing it, I realized for the first time, like, maybe a handful of times we had gotten that primitive. But yeah. mostly, no. Mostly it was like the adults cooked and, you know, you participated in, like, the assembly line. Uh, you know, you maybe you cooked the eggs or yeah. made the toast or pancakes or whatever. But it was really subdued. So, um I ended up, at the end of the day, I ended up camping one night um, in the middle of the wilderness. And it was it was definitely what I needed to recharge. But that didn't give me enough, uh, like, enough mental, uh, what's the word, enough of a mental reserve to withstand, yeah. like being back at the grind that was gone within 24 hours yes exactly as you had yes 24 hours later i was back like fuck yeah you weren't rejuvenated as you as you anticipated or hoped exactly i was relaxed when i was out there and i had a good time and when i came but it was just too brief huh yeah and i wanted to like normally i would rush home on a on a on a day before the you know the a holiday like on a monday I would rush home to make sure I got home so I could get a good night's sleep and blah, blah, blah. When I got home, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to a movie. What movie did you go see? Well, I went to go see Suicide Squad figuring 730. I've seen that. 7.30 on, on Labor Day Monday. Yeah. Who's going to be at the movie theater? The answer? Everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Every single movie was sold out. Damn. But school starts even the next Suicide thing. Squad. Even Suicide Squad, in like regular Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad IMAX 2D and Suicide Squad IMAX 3D were all sold out. Hmm. Curious, right? Yeah. But everything else was as well, so I figured I must have been missing something, you know. Yep. So that was my Labor Day. It was good. It was nice to get away. I mean, I hadn't gone on a on a quote unquote vacation since Reardon's wedding two years ago. Oh uh, yeah. And before that it's a long time ago. Before that my last trip was I went to see the Peters uh in Plymouth and they threw a big barbecue and stuff for me. But that was the day I got fired. <laughs> you know? Yeah that's not exactly a great day, you know? Right. That was when you. That was when everything went down at the ticketing place. Yeah, yeah. How long ago was that? I want to say Reardon's wedding was two years ago, um, and and my visit to Peter's was three years ago. Yeah, all right. I thought that was a long time ago. Yeah, and like that's yeah. in the midst of some, uh, you know, some really dark times for me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of turmoil in your life at that point, you know. So like, yeah. I haven't. Anything that I've stepped out of the house for has been stressful, you know, yeah. and either my, my, my head wasn't in it or I just got so drunk that I didn't enjoy it cause I was drinking away my problems, you know? So I was, I was all down for this little camping trip. And, and to be honest, like it was 24 hours. It was probably the best 24 hours I've had in a long time, just in terms of like relaxation and enjoyment and like, 
you know, accomplishment. You know, I got the fire started. I made some dinner. Um, you know, I had a little radio playing. I was I was having a good time. And I was like, man, you know, like, yep. when you put it in perspective, shit ain't so bad. And Yeah, uh, no kidding. And that's all you need. It can be need. a lot worse. Yeah, all you need is a little perspective. And that was great. I haven't had a, you know, I haven't had a dose of perspective in a while. <laughs> but I was coming off of a per- particularly stressful uh, few days. And, uh, and unfortunately... My battery was running really low, so so the charge didn't stick. But uh, I had it. There was a fleeting moment, Liv. There was a fleeting yeah. moment there where I I touched the sky. Yep. So there you go. And then man. it came back down to a crashing <laughs> halt. <laughs> so uh, that was my Labor Day, man. That was my Labor Day. Now I'm into walk season. I'm into walk season, but um, seems like it's always walk season. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the frigging golf season or the uh, soccer season or the <laughs> tennis season. It never seems like those sports ever end, or when they end, the season starts right up again. Yeah, it is. Golf season is a great uh, is a great analogy. I'd said that the other day. Uh, when I got back together with all the AS- ALS folks, and I'm like, hey, happy walk season. And they laughed. And uh, I said, hey, I got a buddy who says uh, walk season's like golf season. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, he's so right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you should download our podcast. <laughs> 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 so that was uh, that was it, man. That was, that was the highlights and the lowlights. Um, how was your Labor Day? The Labor Day weekend wasn't bad. I mean, I hope to get a couple of things accomplished, but primarily I got one big thing accomplished. Um, one of the things I got accomplished I was very happy about uh, was um, I had never smoked anything before. <laughs> okay. You know, like yeah, yeah. I never smoked uh, meat. Yeah. Uh, meat, like a brisket or Boston butt or anything like that. But last week I saw like one of the grocery stores had Boston Bud on sale. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll figure out. I'd looked into it before, but I never did it. But I was like, all right, well, it's Labor Day weekend. This is a good time to, you know, do something that takes all day, especially since there'll be college football games and stuff on TV all day. You know, it's a good day to just sit around the house and do something that takes all day, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course. Uh, because I'd already looked into it. And all I had was like this 18-inch Weber kettle grill, you know, like the smaller one. Yeah, you know? yeah. It stands up, but 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 I'd seen on the internet about you know people that smoke on their Weber grill, you know. And like I watch uh, America's Test Kitchen and Cook's Country, which is the same people, you know. Yeah. And on there, they're always smoking. Like when they smoke stuff, they always do it like in a kettle grill. And I saw how they did it once. So I googled, and Weber even tells you how to do it. So I was like, oh, well, I'll I'll try to do that. So I went and bought one of the Boston butts and, uh, you know, like, thing was, you know, I, I had to get a special hinged Weber sells uh, grates for the grill that have hinges on them, you know, where you can lift it up and put the charcoal in while you've got the fire gone still, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is kind of what you need when you're doing that, you know? Yeah, right. So... I looked, and then the only uh, place you could buy in the city, because I even looked at, because this was last week, like on 
Wednesday or Thursday. Even then, you know, I have Prime, but even then, Amazon couldn't get to me any quicker than like by this week for that thing. But I looked in the Target on the West Bank had it. I was like, well, I was going to go to lunch with Jacob anyway on Friday. So I friggin' just went over there and I bought it uh, to do that. And while I was there, I saw this really nice Weber grill. I, I, this is just a little foreshadowing to my story from today, too. All right. And it was like a $150 Weber grill. And, of course, it's the end of the season. And they're, you know, it's not like Home Depot where, you know, they sell grills year-round. Like, they start getting rid of all that shit at Target, like, in, once Labor Day rolls around, you know? Yeah. So they had a floor model of that for 75 bucks. I'm like, oh, I, sh-. I was like, that's so nice. And that's a lot bigger than mine. But I was like, but I got that grill. Why do I need it, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to buy that. And then um, – so I didn't buy the the friggin' hundred fifty dollar grill for seventy five bucks, but anyway, I bought that, and I also bought some nine volt batteries because, uh, just because I gotta, I need it for my stud finder, because I guess the battery sitting in the stud finder wears out after a while, because I've been tricky, even though it says it still doesn't expire till whenever. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. just having it in something like that friggin' kills it, you know. Yep. Well, next next that night I came home, uh, you know, and I was because uh, I was like going to do it on Saturday, originally, but then I, uh, but I had spoken to Jacob and he had these clients coming in that could only come in on the weekend, and he needs something notarized, and Jacob's doesn't have his notary license right now, so I go and do it for him. So I had to go back over there on Saturday. So I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to do the Boston butt on Saturday because if I'm going over there at 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, it takes like nine hours or so to get that shit to do that stuff. Nine to 10 hours to for the cooking time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that was just putting me too, too far behind the loop. But that night I saw that I look at my receipt. I'm like, looks like I was I was like 1399 for these nine volt batteries. And I looked at it below, it said two at six ninety nine. I was like, two at six ninety nine. I was like, I definitely did not buy two packs of nine volt batteries. And of course, I'm like, well, I gotta go to West Bank anyway, so I'll go to that target. So, you know, I'm thinking like, what am I gonna tell them? You know, like they're gonna question me or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I go in there with the batteries and the woman right away, she's like, Oh, they charged you twice. I was like, Yes. She's like, Oh, okay, no big deal. I was like, I was like, yeah, exactly, because who would buy two packs of 9-volt batteries? It's like, I only want one 9-volt battery, but you can't even buy one 9-volt battery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we like, is crazy, because a couple days later, I did see, like, the Lowe's packs of one 9-volt battery, but the price, for, but it was some special, like, lithium max or something but even that was the same price as two so i was like well fuck that because i would have been like i'm not paying 6.99 for one nine volt battery <laughs> we had to get two for 6.99 right right but but i was back in there and i went back to the uh the grilling area because i was like well there's uh since i'm here anyway let me go see because the day before because what i don't have is a little gas grill and i was like well since they got all shit clearance i'll just get one of those little Handy dandy gas grills. And I went, you know, for when I don't want to start a fire and yet I want grilled food, you know? So I bought this little deluxe model gas grill, 
which was normally 80 bucks. Like, it was a really nice one, you know, stainless steel and everything. And they sell it for 40 I was like, that's a good fucking deal. And they still had that $75 Weber in there, but I didn't buy it, you know. <laughs> what, how big was it? Uh, the Weber? Yeah, 18 inches? It's a 22, 22.5. It's, it's the one, if you look at it. If you, if you can look up Weber Grills, it's $149.99 or whatever they sell it for, you know? Yeah. So it's a really nice one, you know? Yeah, that's a and, tough uh, – boy, that's tough to walk away from that, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Um, so whatever. I came back, and then uh, next morning, you know, I, I found a rest – I had to run around the grocery stores and shit getting stuff for the – for to make this, you know, like ingredients to brine it and, you know, all the BS you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I looked up recipes on what to do. So I, uh, I came home and I, uh, brined it overnight, you know, and, uh, with apple juice and water and brown sugar and a couple other things, you know? And uh, I got up the next day. I was like, well, I was like, if I get up at seven, that'll be good because that'll give me time to get stuff gone. Uh, but I didn't wake up till eight o'clock, you know, but I got out there and I immediately, you know, pulled the I pulled the butt out of the fridge, you know, took it out. I went out, got started getting the fire gone because, you know, there's all kinds of preparation you got to do. Oh, yeah, man. You know, and especially because you're doing the kettle grill. You got to do stuff a little differently, you know. Like you, like you put the coals on one side, and then I made like a little separator. You know, like I took a piece of cardboard and wrapped it in foil mm-hmm. to separate it so that we didn't get so much radiant heat. Yeah, and I finally got it on there after all is said and done, probably around nine forty. Uh, you know, because you gotta wait for every, you know, and um, you gotta get up to like two hundred twenty. You want it to be like at two hundred fifty degrees, is what they say. You know. Yeah. So right when I got to 250, because I had, I got one of those little oven thermometers to put on, because my Weber didn't have that, because it's the most basic one, you know, yep. so it doesn't have the thermometer on. So I put it on there. I was like, oh, 250, and then I went and put it on, you know, and I yeah you know, threw it on, had my chips, and and then I'm checking on it a few times. I'm like, fuck, it's gone up to like it was close to like 400. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So I'm fucking around with the vents and. Figuring out how, you know, because it's all trial and error. Yeah, yeah. It's a battle, man. Yeah. It's a battle. Especially when you have never done it before. Yep. You know, it's really trial and error. Because then the other thing was, you know, the chips were in there. The problem was uh, I was looking up on how to do stuff, and they were telling you what to do that you won't have to mess with it all day. And the problem was they were probably referring to a larger, like the 22.5 kettle, because I probably – probably crowded out by putting because they were like put so many bricks of charcoal in and then put your the stuff in your chimney starter you know on that and then that charcoal will keep it gone all day you know the uh very popular minion method as they refer to that yes yes the minion method exactly uh but the problem was i think because i have a smaller one it probably was crowding it was too packed you know what i'm saying yeah like where it wasn't so i had to keep fucking with it because the smoke kept going down i'm like fuck you got to keep having it smoke you know so i had to keep putting chips on yeah yeah (laughs) 
You know, so I had to keep, and I was like, oh man, this is going to suck because it got too hot. But finally I got to where I wanted to be, like 250, you know, where I was good. Yeah, good for you. And I had the, uh, I had to keep fucking with it. But the other thing I was trying to do this weekend that I wanted to accomplish was building a hanging pot rack. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. How'd the pork butt come out? Well, I mean, this is part of the... Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to get back to that. Okay. So I went to Lowe's. You know, I was running down there for like an hour looking for it because I just had an idea of how to do this. And I've been looking up pot racks. And then one thing was about getting the uh, Windows security grates. And you can make it with that. You know, like bars on the window. Yeah. And I, and I, had all, I have all this wrought iron, like security bars all in my backyard from when they renovated this house, you know, it used to have all these bars all over the windows. Okay. And they're all just back there. And I went digging for that. And I was like, oh, this one's good. But I was like, I don't want to put it up just like that. So I had this idea to attach a couple of pieces of wood to it. And then I would hang it from the wood, you know, yeah. and all this shit. So I was running around Lowe's looking for that. And I was looking for, and I had to get spray paint, all that shit. And I get home and I went and looked because then I'm like, I'm getting a little nervous, but it's like probably good not to fuck around with it too much, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the hardest you thing. Know? So it's like probably best that I'm I, out from the house. But then I got home and I looked and I and I was like, at some point it started going even lower than I wanted to go, you know? Yeah. So then I had to fuck around. I texted my brothers earlier in the day and first my brother Chris came over around six. And my original thinking was that it wasn't going to be right till about seven. You know, because the stuff I was reading was like nine hours. But the key is uh, you got to get it so the internal temperature is 190 degrees. Yep. Because that's the point at which the connective tissues break down where you can start pulling it apart, right, you know? Right, right, So he came over, uh, and then I was fucking around. I had to light a few more coals, you know, in the chimney to get it gone, you know. And it was like seven, I checked it, and it was... Like, or right before seven, I was like, it's like 160 something degrees, you know, and for some reason he was impatient, you know, like <laughs> he doesn't have anything to do except what he, he takes his dog for a walk every night, like a long ass walk, like a two, two hour walk with his dog every night. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was like, oh, it's like at 160 something right now, which is obviously safe to eat the pork, you know? Yeah, sure. Sure. He's. He's like, oh, well, that's fine. That should be fine. I was like, no, man, you got to get to 190. I was like, there's a reason it has to get to 190. And he's like, oh, well, you know, because he's, I was like, no, we're waiting until it gets to 190. <laughs> you know, and finally I went back out there and around 745, it was, it was to 190, you know, so I took it and it looked beautiful. You know, it was all black, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful I, thing, right? Is, is the charred. Yeah. I love the I love that's what I love about smoked like like brisket and Boston but when I eat it I love the charred ends you know Yeah And the brisket like I you know I didn't make my own rub but I had a rub that I actually I had this cajun stuff that I found at a store you know some little small local company you know that I just rubbed on it you know mm -hmm. I th I threw in some mustard and rub and uh and then rubbed that on over the mustard you know Yeah um, and then I was like, uh, 
I was uh, basting it with apple juice a few times throughout the cook, you know, had it uh, add some apple juice and a spray gun, and I used apple wood. Okay. You nice. Know? Um, nice. Yeah. And uh, so around 7.45, you know, I had him come out there to help me, wrapped it in foil, and brought it inside. The oven wasn't on at all. There was no heat on the oven. I just threw it in the oven, you know, and then like 30 minutes later, pulled out, and I just friggin' start took two forks and started going at it. I was so happy because it was perfect. <laughs> Isn't that a good feeling? <laughs> like it perfectly, yeah, it's, especially being the first time you ever done it, you know? And it's like, it's like, oh, it came up perfect. And, you know, Josh was over at this point, too. So it was Chris and Josh. And, and you know, and they were like, man, this is so good. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm really psyched. Like, I'm so happy because earlier in the day i was like i'm gonna fuck this up like especially when it was close to 400 degrees early on i'm like oh no i hope i didn't fuck this up already you know well that that's like <laughs> you know in trying to to get it right you you want to follow the the you know the protocol but at the end of the day yeah it's a piece of meat if you cook the piece of meat you eat the piece of meat you know what i mean like that's how yeah. I look at it. But, but when you don't know, but when you've never done it, you know, you don't, you don't know whether you're screwing up or not because everything's like you gotta get two fifty, you know. Oh, you don't want to be, you don't want to be lifting the lid too often. And I'm like, I kept lifting the fucking lid because I had to keep making sure everything was all right, you know. Exactly, and one of the reasons I like, um, I like barbecuing, is it it makes me do two things I'm not very good at. One is be be patient and just let the thing do its thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the other thing is it forces me to realize I can't control it all. You know? Yep. It's just going to do what it's going to do. I can do everything in my power to prepare for it to do what it's what it what I want it to do, but sometimes you don't have a very good smoker, you know? Maybe you don't have a very good piece of meat. Maybe you don't have very good wood. And, like, all that shit factors in. And don't get me wrong, man. I get stressed a little bit. But yeah. then I remember, wait, this is supposed to be fun. And the best... Well, yeah, and then I, I texted Brian a picture that I took, like a little collage, because I took pictures, basically, of the process, me with the meat rubbed. <laughs> then, you know... Not me, but no, the no, meat I know, rubbed, I know. You know. No matter what you say, though, all of the all of the smoking lingo has double entendre, so yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. always funny, you know. And then I took a picture of the rig, how it was set up, you know. Yeah. And then and then it was a picture of the the butt after we pulled it out, and then and then a pan of all the right after I pulled it all apart, you know. And so I was talking to him about we were exchanging. And I was talking about the frustrations. He's and you know you remember Carla bought him that new fancy huge smoker. And yeah. He's like, man, even with mine, he's like the same shit happened to me where you're putting in chips. Uh, the same shit where you had to keep putting in chips throughout the day and fucking with the temperature. He's like, it's happened all three times he's used it. Yeah, and I, so I was like, yeah, well, I don't feel so bad, you know. I'd call him a culinary professional. Yeah, he's got he's got chops in the in the kitchen. I wouldn't call yeah. him a cook. I wouldn't call him a chef. But he's he works in a restaurant. He's he he knows his way around, right? And he's pretty creative. Um, yeah. So like a guy like that, who who, it's a little more 
intuitive to the Peters brothers. You know, especially yeah. Mike. Mike's really good in the kitchen. I, I, I'll say this much, though. I think I'm pretty damn good. You're, you are good. You are good. You know? But even something like this, but especially yeah. something like this, shows you, like, that there's different levels to it, right? There's an appreciation yeah. f- for getting it right. Yep. And so. well, that was the thing. I was like, well, Brian dealt, deals with the same shit I deal with, you know? The exact same shit, you know? So I was like, well, I'm not... I must be doing it all right then, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And it gets easier and it gets better. And you know what? Your your grill is old, right? You've used... I mean, you've used your grill before. The big mistake I made early on was that I didn't season my smoker enough. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. when you get, like, a brand new piece of equipment, like, you just got to go get a big, cheap piece of meat and just let it smoke and let the grease build up on the walls yeah. and... You know, yeah, I mean, my thing was over a year old, and I grilled on it quite a few times. Yeah, you so know? You, you, you were off to a good start. The first time I tried to smoke something, it was like, you know, it was like brand new, a cheap brand new smoker that had no yeah. you know, heat retention. I was getting up to like 550 degrees. It was really, yeah, really yeah. frustrating, really frustrating. Um, but welcome to the club, man. Welcome to the yeah, club. Yeah, well, the funny thing about it is, at that point, you know, because that thing was, you know, it was perfect for, because it was about a five and a half pound, or maybe five and three quarters pound uh, pork shoulder, you know? Yeah. But um, at that point, I was like, man, I definitely should have bought that bigger frigging grill, because, you know, I was like, at this point... If I wanted to smoke anything bigger, I would need a bigger surface for it. You yeah, know? totally. So, you know, last night I was at my mom's house and I was telling her, and she's like, "Well, I, why didn't you buy that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I totally should." So, uh, I was like, "I'm gonna go to the Target out here." So, I was like, Cause "Maybe they'll have it." So, I went to the Target. Uh, like, when I left. I left my mom's house around ten o'clock last night. I went to the Target in Metairie. Uh, you know, not far from my mother's house. And of course they didn't have that grill, you know, but, uh, I was like, fuck it. I had to go to court this morning and I was like, when you go to court, I mean, I was there for an eviction here, but the good thing is when I do shit like that, no one knows where I am. Right. You know, right, right. <laughs> it gives me a free pass. I was like, fuck it. I'm driving to the target in Harvey <laughs> you know, across the river. But once you're downtown, it's really not as big of a pain in the ass to get across the river, you know? Right. Because it's like, it's all right there, you know? Right. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really not that far away. I mean, I think it might take me 15 minutes to get there from, from the courthouse, you know? So, uh, so I head over there and I'm looking all around and, and there's even, they've even changed more shit. Cause I went back to the area, the area that was the grill area is now the Halloween fucking area. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk around and I see boxes of grills, but it's like friggin' little, little, the little Smokey Joe Weber, and then the one I have in a box, you know, the 18 inch one. And then there's uh, gas ones still in the box, you know, that y'all had to assemble. I'm like, but where's all those fucking ones they had assembled that were all on clearance? And then I go look, and then I find them at another part of the store because they they still want to sell them. It's just that they're moving them out of that area. Right. And I don't see the Weber, uh, but I see this other one. And um, 
they were having one of these. You ever Target does like these team building things in the store with the employees? Have you ever witnessed that? No, no. I I witnessed it last week, I think, at that same store, and then I happened to witness it today, where everybody, like I guess, in a department. Like this, they were all back in that area where all the new stuff was out, and they were talking about all the changes and stuff that's on clearance and all the Halloween stuff and RFID chips. And then they were like, "Yay!" You know, like I guess it's a Target type of thing, you know? Okay. And uh, but but there was another girl. I think what's the brand? I think it's Stork or Stock or something like that. Uh, you know, I got it. Apparently, it's a decent brand. You know? Okay. Because they had a similar grill to the Weber, but instead of being $149, normally it was 129 or whatever. And they had a floor model of that. And I was like, well, it's 22 inches. I was like, and they were selling it for 90 bucks, not half price, you know? But I'm like, fuck it. I was like, you're still not, I'm going to want to do stuff. You're never going to get grill like a grill like that for that cheap anyway until you wait a whole nother fucking year. Right, right. Because you can't even find the grills that cheap on the internet. You know, but I, but the other day when I was looking, Googling, because I always do a lot of research, I also saw about that grill and it got really good reviews. Yeah, Stork you know? is the brand. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so I was like, well, fuck it, I'm buying the floor model. And I went, <laughs> I went up there with the floor model and I got, got came and was like, can I help you? I was like, well, you don't happen to have that Weber out here. And he's like, no, somebody must have bought it, man. I'm like, and you don't have anything else in the back? He's like, no, this is it. Everything is out. You know, I was like, all right. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm getting this one because for 90 bucks, I need to do Corel. Like, well, we get 10% off for getting a floor model, too. So I was like, all right, $81 I'm going to get it for. Fuck it. That's not a bad price. No, not at all. You know, for a $130 Corel. You know? So then I, um, damn. It might be a microphone issue. Um, all right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we clear? Yeah, you're clear. You're clear. Go ahead. All right. All right. Um, so anyway, I buy it. I get up there and I, I told the girl to check me. I was like, well, I get the... I get ten uh, percent off for being floor mile too. She's like, okay, and I had also bought the twenty-two inch Weber grill, the flip-up thing, because I even tested. I was like, oh, it works on this because I want this, and that thing was on clearance too, which was awesome because that was ten bucks, which is normally a twenty-dollar thing. <laughs> so, uh, so I get up there and I put it on my credit card because I was like, the other day my brother was like, dude, you should just be using your credit card all the time because if your debit card information gets stolen. It's hard to get your money back from the bank. But if the credit card gets stolen, information gets stolen, they just friggin' don't count it against you. Oh, true. True. Good point. You know? Good point. And he, and he mentioned an issue that he had like that. I was like, all right. Yeah. I was like, that's smart. I will put stuff on my credit card and just put the money aside. You know? Yeah. Um, so... I looked at my bill and I was like, oh, you didn't take the 10% off. So then she calls over a manager because she couldn't do it. And the manager goes and does it and she just gives me $9 in cash. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't put a card. She's like, no, I'm just giving you $9 in cash. Well, I, I'm trying to get the thing out of the store. The guy who works there. He's like, oh, just pull your car up. I'll help you put it in your car. 
and we start putting it in the car. And he's like, oh, man, this thing's broken. You know, oh. the, the, the grade inside was broken, you know? I was like, oh. He's like, well, I'm like, what can you do? He's like, well, we don't have another one of those, man. I, I don't think there's another one in there. He's like, I guess you could, you know, if you, you call the company and they'll replace it for your charge since you just bought it. He's like, or you can go check out one of the other targets. And if they have that, they'll replace it for you, you know? They'll let you swap it out. All right. So I, so I was like, well, fuck that. It's my lunchtime anyway. So I called the office. It was only 11-something still, you know? And I'm like, I got to run a couple errands. I'm going to lunch anyway. So I drive to the Met, the Target in Mary, which actually is kind of far away from where I was. Jesus. <laughs> like, because I'm driving past New Orleans to get there, you know? Right. So I'm coming across the, back across the river, Drive clear across New Orleans and way the fuck out to the uh, Clearview Mall where the Target is out there, you know. And I I go in there and I park and I uh, I I go and uh, I go back to their area and they don't have any display models, but they got that same model in the box. And not only is it in the box. It's marked down half price there, so it's like marked down the sixty-five bucks there, whereas it was only marked ninety dollars, the four model no less, at the one on the West Bank. Uh, and there was a woman there. I was like, "Oh, you work here?" And she's like, "Yeah, but I'm on lunch right now." <laughs> You're like, "So am I. Want to take a ride to Baton Rouge?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, oh, "Okay, well." Um, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I bought, I just bought the floor model this thing. It's broken. And they told me that if you had, you could swap it out here. She's like, yeah, they'll do that. I was like, and it's actually cheaper. She's like, they'll give you the money back. And she's like, you need something. Cause I didn't have a cart with me, you know? Okay. She's like, you need something. I'll, I'll get something for you, you know, to help you. And, uh, and she walked off and I assumed she was getting somebody to come and grab it, but I just picked it up and, and walked up to the front. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, I was getting a car for you. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm very impatient because I'm also getting paranoid that somebody's going to come and swipe it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's the last one in the store. Right. What are you going to do? You sit know? on it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was having that issue today at the first one because it's like, you know, because there could be another guy like me that's in here at this time looking to get something cheap. Of course. You know? Of course. And um, so anyway, uh. I go and get it, and I put it in a cart, and she tells the girl at the counter right there, uh, yeah, he's, this is for that guy. But we're on the second floor. It's a two-story target, okay. you know? All right. And, and my car's parked on the second floor of the parking garage, which I intentionally did because you walk right outside, and it's right there, you know? Because that's where the entry level from the parking garage to the target is on the second floor. Okay. So I get a cart and I pull out the fucking floor model and I and I bring it in and I'm and I'm trying to get a line and there's like only one person open upstairs and since it's lunchtime everybody that's doing any type of shop everybody even people that just want to buy one thing are in there cuz that's the type of crap you do in your lunch break you know Exactly So there's regular shoppers and there's one person handling this and this woman's like this old lady, she's like, you're trying to exchange that? 
And I was like, yeah, but I'm just letting you go th- first, you know? She's like, no, I just don't know if they're going to let you do that here. And then the uh, clerk turns around, you know, even though there's like three people ahead of the old lady and everything. And clerk, she's like, yeah, I can't do that here. She, you got to go to customer service downstairs. So I got two grocery carts. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I was like, all right. Now well, you were in, I, were you in courts? Or were you in a suit? I, I wasn't wearing the jacket. Okay. But yes, I was dressed up like a professional. Okay. And then I, I'm like, all right. I was like, well, I'm going to leave this here, the one in the box. I was like, she's like, that's fine. Leave it there. And I parked it like right behind her station, you know? And, and, I, and I took the first one downstairs. And then, of course, I noticed... As I'm going downstairs, because I had a file folder, like one of those red welds, and it's the one with the strap, the elastic yep, strap yep, around it yep. to hold it together. And I look, and I'm like, oh, no, I brought that thing in because it got snagged onto the grill. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking down with that thing, and I go to customer service, and they have a cop sitting that, sitting at the front of the store right next to customer service there, you know, uh, I guess to deal with theft, you know. It's an actual cop, right? right. you know. I'm like, hey, man, I was like, can I just leave this here? I was like, because I got to I gotta get the other one. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And uh, so then I got to run back and go <laughs> up the escalator to go get the other one. You know, and I come back down. I'm like, oh, all right. I was like, and so I got these two carts. And finally I get up there and I, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> she switches it out for me and she charges me and she she's like okay well we'll refund this one refunds 99 dollars you've already gotten the nine bucks back yes (laughs) i'm not gonna make a deal over that you know because they pay me in cash it's not reflected you know right and she's like all right and she runs for the other one she's like all right and this one with tax and everything it was like 71 something she's like oh that was a big savings so in essence, I got it for like sixty-two bucks. Nice, because I got the nine dollars back earlier. Nice. <laughs> and then I'm, and then I take it. You know, I'm like, all right, I gotta get out of here. So now I start walking back, and I go to the escalator. And right as I, you know, they got the those things where it brings the cart upstairs on the escalator. You know, have you ever seen those? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So you put your cart on that thing, and right as I put it on there, I'm like, wait. Where's my folder? I'm like, fuck. So I got to wait all the way till I get to the top. Because <laughs> I left the folder on the counter at customer service. And I'm getting really paranoid. Right when I get to the top, I see a, uh, an older lady that works there. I was like, I got to go downstairs. I'm like, can you watch this for me? I just bought it. <laughs> and the lady's like, okay, I'll watch it for you. You, you know, go to and, the um, nicest targets in the world, man. They're not that friendly around here. Yeah, well, it was a little older lady. She was really nice, you know, and um, and she, she she's like, I'll go put it in the fitting room or whatever. She's like, don't worry, I'll come and find you when you come back up. And I ran downstairs, and I walk up there, and I see my folder sitting right there on the counter. And there's a little old lady exchanging stuff, and she's like, she's like, oh, this is yours. I was wondering who it was. I was like, yes. And I grabbed it, even though there was nothing really important. there. Right. right, You know, it wasn't like my world wasn't going to end if I lost that folder. Right. You know? Right. Uh, So then I ran back up there. I go back up the escalator and then, uh, and I'm walking around and I couldn't find her. 
you know? But some guy who I talked to in the line, in the customer service line, because when I went to do something, I went to move something, she hopped in line, the wife, and and I got back and she's like, oh, you're not done yet? I was like, no. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, and I said, but never do that again. And I started <laughs> laughing and the husband was like, ha, ha, ha. And so when I got back upstairs, he was at the elevator because he has a kid with him. So I guess they were gone, you know, wherever they were gone on the elevator. I don't know. I guess maybe I had to get downstairs okay? because they had a baby in a basket, you know. And uh, so I'm talking. And he's like, oh, uh, I didn't know what he was going to do. You know, he's, I know he's pulling out some type of business card, but he's like, let me see. Uh, he said, oh, here it is. Here it is. He's like, I'm a trainer. I, I give these to everyone. He's like, if you ever need a personal trainer, here you go, man. <laughs> he gives me the card. I was like, all right, thanks, dude. You know, I didn't know what he was what he was trying to sell me at first. I was curious. Right, right. I was like, I don't know. Does he think I need a? Per- I probably do need a personal trainer, but still. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But something about me was like that guy I could get in shape. Well, he's like, yeah. he's like, this fucker needs two grills. Yeah, (laughs) but I was running. I'm all like sweaty because I've been running around haggard like this whole Target run from the one on the West Bank where I was running through the store because when I want to go ask somebody without somebody taking that one, you know, you're like the American ninja of leisure sport. Yes. Trying to like even at that point. Oh, man, it was a pain in the ass. And then and then I didn't see the lady and. And then I see her out near the escalator. I was like, oh, here I am. And she's like, all right. And she, and I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, what a day. I was like, this was definitely worth 30 bucks to me. <laughs> uh. I was like, all this shit was definitely worth 30 bucks to me. And then I was like, today I didn't make a lunch because I didn't have stuff to make. Usually I make my own lunch and I bring it in. I was like, well, I got to eat something anyway. I was like. And at this point, I was really starving because all I ate was a little uh, cup of yogurt this morning, you know? Right, right. No, I had oatmeal this morning, actually. <laughs> I didn't make oatmeal. I was going to eat the yogurt, but then I said, fuck it, I couldn't eat oatmeal today. I was like, I got time to cook the oatmeal. Hey, we're an hour but still, I was hungry at this point. What? We're an hour and a half in. Let's just say you had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but since I was out of memory, I was like, "Fuck it!" I am rewarding myself with the Chinese buffet. I was like, "I don't eat like shit like that anymore." So I went, and it's actually a decent Chinese buffet because it's not one of these ones with a hundred things on it. It's one with like twelve things on it at a little at a small little Chinese restaurant. I was like, "Fuck that!" That's my reward. All right. Oh, good stuff, man. Very good stuff. <laughs> Although I can tell you a fine story about court, about court, but I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, let's hold on to that because you're breaking up a little bit. And I, uh, if I have any chance of getting yeah. episode uh, 108 up tonight to keep uh, to keep Podfest of Palooza going, I got to get on it right now. But oh God, it's really 9:20. No shit. Um, 919 technically hey but before we go on i want to start reminding some people that they can help their old pals sanderson live out by uh not only listening to the podcast not only subscribing to the podcast not only downloading the podcast each week which they do faithfully but uh how about a review show your old pal some love yeah head over to itunes fredo come on be the first fredo 
Go to It'll iTunes. Be the first. Go to the Two Star Excuses page. Leave us a rating and review. A couple people have actually rated us. There's a there's like six, five or six people who have given us five star ratings. But leave a review and mention Syracuse in the review. Yeah. Because then if people and also like friggin' Fat Pat, you're listening. We know you are. Why don't you, uh, you know, put a bug in Adam Silver's ear? Tell him to give a listen to the pod. Maybe he can get it out there. <laughs> yeah. What about Shine? Time to Shine. <laughs> Time to yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah, time to shine, you know. It's our time to shine. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. We can do like we can do shine shine like tweets like sports with an exclamation part mark, you know? Hashtag Fagans. <laughs> yeah, I saw that the other day with something. What guy is the only one who can get shout outs on, on CBS Sports Radio and Television? How about uh let's let's just let's head over to to iTunes page, rate us, tell your friends, everybody will have a good time. Yep. Amen to that. All right, brother, on that note. All right. With apologies to Girk's brother, we will see you guys next week for real this time. Yep. Good night, Fredo. Rate us, Fredo. Now I'm going to go eat my pulled pork and try to finish up my, uh, or make another step meaningful step in my uh pot rack it was a strawberry yogurt no no mixed fruit it would have been strawberry it was no it had to be strawberry (laughs) 